you're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 236, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says, be a courageous believer and not a comfort zone seeker. Joining me on today's show is Lisa Goines. Lisa is a pastor's wife and a mum of four, a mom of four. She's a speaker and an encourager of women, owner of the online business Surprise Gift Co. She's also founder of the She New Gathering and now author of the soon to be released book Courageously Uncomfortable, a book that shares the deep desires of her heart to encourage women to break through it free of their comfort zone and pursue the life that God meant for them to live, even if you have to be uncomfortable while you do it. Now on today's show, Lisa's going to share moving towards your goals, usually takes moving away from your fears. She's going to talk about learning to face each day with the understanding that we are not limited by the small part that we see and we have to take steps of action and trust God with the outcome. She's also going to talk about how God dreams become a reality one courageously uncomfortable step at a time and so much more welcome to the show Lisa thank you so much it is so great to be here with you Anne-Marie it's so great to have you on the show and I love the way that uh, you've said in one of the quotes and I mentioned it be a courageous believer and not a comfort zone seeker so often uh, God has gifted us with unique talents gifts and strengths yet we never really leverage them uh, to the best of our abilities or and, and of course his support as well because we're just comfortable and taking that next step can be really scary can't it yes it's always scary and that's the thing none of us have been left out of gifts and talents from god not a single one of us yes. but we just grow so comfortable not taking risks mm -hmm. and just settling where we are because yeah. it just feels a little bit better. So <laughs> it does. you're right, it does. we miss out on a lot that way. Before we talk about some of the things and in, or maybe some of the things you've done or maybe insights that you've learned along the way, or maybe Bible verses that you remind yourself of as you move towards yeah. your goals that are away from fear, share a little bit about some of the things that you've done. Have they been um, things that you've desired to do or is it always been part of all of the wonderful activities and, and involvement Involvements. Uh, and now, of course, you're a soon to be author of an amazing book. How did that all come to pass? Yeah, it's amazing because I think all of the things that have come to pass have not been because I was just a driven person who set out to accomplish these things. They really came about because I felt God putting different things on my heart. And most mm -hmm. of them happened years later when I was finally really willing to take that step. For instance, ah. the, the book came about, I wrote it in my Bible for the very first time. I, I feel like I want to write a book. I wrote it in 2008 in my Bible on, on the front, the chapter of Joshua, when mm -hmm. it was talking about setting your foot in the water. That was the first time he prompted it on my heart. And here I am 
really 10 years later, yes. a book is about to publish. That is how long it took me through yeah. a lot of times of just ignoring it or just not willing or thinking, well, that was a thought that's gone. That'll never happen. Mm. But the truth is, is that you don't have to necessarily be driven. You just have to be willing to follow your heart when he puts it on your heart. So often the case, isn't it? And take us back to that time. Was Were you at an event or was it, you know, maybe you were you had the Bible open because you were at church and all of a sudden this idea is, is planted. What was going on for you at that time? Yeah, I love that you asked that because I haven't been asked that in a while, but I can remember exactly what it was because back in 2008, and if you knew me back then, you would know that I was the person who was just, I was so afraid of people. I I had made every decision in my life based on fear from changing my major four times in college to avoid a public speaking class. And then I married into the ministry. I wasn't really groomed for it, but in 2008, I it was after my first time I had ever fasted, Emory, and, and it wasn't, it's not that fasting was a new thing, but it's not that we were just really talking about it a lot in church, mm -hmm. you know, it just not like we do now. I think there's a lot more um, pastors and people talking about it and books to read about it, mm -hmm. but it was the first time that I had been prompted to fast in my life, and it was at the end of that fasting journey when I was completely empty of myself that I think I began to really be able to hear from God more clearly about some directions that he was sending me in. And so it was a defining moment in my life. And it isn't that from that moment on, I did everything he told me to do because 10 years later, a book. But I do remember that I could more clearly recognize who he was in my life from um, doing a three-day fast mm. one time in 2008. Yeah, yeah. amazing, amazing. So let's yeah. have a look at the time between then, 2008, when you'd written that yeah. in your Bible to now. I think because some of the steps that you've taken and, and looking back, you can see some incredible insights that you can really see him working within your life, that yes. supporting yeah. you and moving towards those goals and obviously away from your fears. Because I think so often our fears can be around the identity or the lies or who we think we are, or maybe who we think we're not. So what were some of the learnings over the last 10 years that have really supported you in taking that step forward? And now, of course, soon, soon to be that author of the book that you wrote back in 2008. Yes, absolutely. It really was taking tiny steps, even though I was afraid. So my husband on Sunday mornings, he, he's the pastor of the church. He would, I, I never would take the stage, didn't pick up a microphone, just would not do it. So my husband started saying, Lisa, would you just go on stage and tell everybody, good morning, we're happy you're here today. And that's all you have to do, Lisa, just stand up and say it. So I would start taking the stage and literally I would say that, welcome to Faith Church, good to see you. And I would run off stage. And then I would do it again. And I was terrified to tell people good morning, but I did it anyways. And the more I did it, the more I became comfortable. And then he would say, would you just share this scripture this morning? And so I began to realize the more I just started doing something, even though I was afraid that there were going to be these things in my life I wanted to do, but I was going to have to do them even though my palms were sweaty mm -hmm. and it made me a nervous wreck. But I realized that if I did it, then it was done. Yes. I was afraid, but I did it and it was done. And so that really was the type of thing and how it worked for me. Yes. I just began to take those steps and mm -hmm. 
um, again, it was a, it was a long road, yes. but he was always moving me forward just mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amazing how often God can put uh, people in your sphere of influence. Obviously in this instance, yeah. it was your husband to really support. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think often too, others can see in us the strength that we have or something there that is bubbling away that we are, mm -hmm. uh, that, that I won't say a strength, but certainly can become gifted in. So do you now realize when you get up and speak the impact that you know that your message or what you're sharing has on, on the audience or whoever it is to, that you're speaking with really just allows you to stand up far more comfortably? How is it now for you as you get out, out, up and speak? Yeah, so it's interesting because I still tell even women when I talk to them, I'm still, I still get that nervousness. Mm -hmm. I'm still, I, my hands still get sweaty. I still find myself, but I'm anxiously excited to do it anyways, yes. because I know, and it really is recognizing, and it's not anything about me. It's because I do believe that God put something on my heart and I want to say it. And I think it's important to say it. And so really when you're stepping out in God's plan for you, if, if you're willing to recognize it, you recognize his presence with you and it just makes the task a little bit easier. And so I recognize that now that he's, he's, um, given me a word for um, women a lot like me who started, you know, scared and afraid and, and even just not growing up in church and that whole background and all that I overcame in a lifestyle of growing up in alcoholism and sexual mm -hmm. abuse and mm -hmm. being around drugs and that kind of thing. And then finding myself in ministry, it's a total opposite effect. And so you fight that I never belonged here in the first place, but it, it is a real thing when it's on your heart. And the more you find yourself willing to say it, the more God gives you to say, mm -hmm. I find that if I just will say what he wants me to say, then he just keeps helping me find the strength and giving me wisdom and words and nuggets and women in my path. And, um, and I love it. So yes. I, I'm convinced I'll always be nervous and a little bit fearful but I will not let that stop me mm. now from doing something if I feel like he put it on my heart to do it. Yeah, so, so true. Something that you said, and I'd love you to speak into this a little bit too, because so often as women, I think we can look at our, our mm -hmm. story, our journey, and often be ashamed or whatever, you know, emotions mm -hmm. is there. And how could anybody benefit from me sharing our story? Right. Yet when we put it together, and I'm sure if you look at your book, there are certain things that you've gone through in your life through the steps that you share and the insights mm -hmm. just the encouragement is going to be the hope and plant that seed of possibility for other women who have gone through yeah. similar experiences. Share a little bit about how that's come to pass for you because so many people are sitting there, you know, kind of keeping their story tucked away for no one else yeah. to, 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 to hear, yet that is what's going to give someone that hope and possibility mm -hmm. that even, yes, for them, they have greatness as well. Share a little bit about right. how that's come to pass for you. Yeah, it definitely has because I, I firmly believe that everyone has a story to share mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be a tragic, difficult thing. Sometimes it's simply just the way God worked in you. Mm -hmm. But if we're not sharing our own story, then how are we moving the word of God forward and how he brought us from one place to another when we're keeping it to ourselves? And and I've been married 26 years. And so, but the first half of my marriage and ministry, I kept to myself and mm -hmm. I stayed hidden mm -hmm. and I thought I was supposed to, I thought I was to sh show up and just always put a smile on my face and be fine. And if I could look put together on the outside, everybody assumed I was, and I got away with that for so long. I just figured that was the way it should be. Mm -hmm. But when I started sharing nuggets and it, it just was a part of me and then people would think, 
well, look at you. How could that, how could you have come from that life if this is who you are now? And I yeah. would think there's something here and it needs to be shared. Mm -hmm. And if, if we're not sharing, then the world is going to listen to something. This yes. is what I like to tell the women in my church is that we have to offer up whatever we have, no matter how small we think it is, no matter how insignificant we think our story might be, we have to offer it up and share it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, the enemy is going to offer up what he has and people are going to listen to it. Mm. So they're all, everyone is listening to something. So they can listen to your story or they can listen to the world's version of the way that things should work out for their life. And yeah. which one do we want people listening to? Yeah. We want them understanding and listening to how, how God has worked out in our life. And so we have got to be willing to speak about mm. what we've overcome and how God is getting us through this life in 2018, how he got us where we are today and where he's taking us in the future. We just can't be quiet about it. No. And it's something that you said I think is so important, particularly as Christians, that so often we are sitting with others and they're in church not sharing where we're at and yet if we knew what was on other people's hearts we would with absolute compassion and empathy support them and I think you know so many of us have gone through a lot of hurdles some of us may still be going through that and we assume that everyone else has it together but I tell you what we absolutely yeah. are far <laughs> from it and 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 think that's transparency and that openness yeah. to share I think it would go as you said goes such a long way as a word of encouragement for people to realize oh okay so I'm feeling stressed I am anxious too just because we are Christians doesn't mean that we are exempt from all of that in fact often we have an enemy who's trying to trigger us constantly uh, and this is where we're right. just so reminded we need to lean into him so let's talk about learning to face every day with the understanding that we're not limited by the small part that we see taking the one step, just one step and one step and trust God with the outcome. You've already shared beautifully a number of stories, but share a little bit of some of the insights for maybe for someone who is struggling. They're going through a season of hardship and sometimes they think, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? But just taking that next step and sometimes it's just in faith and trust. So share a little bit more about yeah. this. It is. It really is about finding your faith and a confidence in having that kind of faith because yeah. Let's face it, we're going to hit discouragement every day, especially in, let's take business, for instance. When I started my online company, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't realize this would happen to me, but because I was a little late to the Instagram game, I'm 48 and starting an online company. And so I'm entering this world of Instagram and I quickly realized how I was measuring myself up to everybody else there. Mm -hmm. And all of this comparison, it just, it hit me and I spiraled downwards and I thought, oh my God, I'll never be as good as them or look what all they've accomplished. And I realized that I am just literally allowing things I'm seeing today affect the way I'm feeling today. Mm -hmm. When God is always in the long game, he's always, he's, he, he is in our todays, but his long game is at play. He might not want something to work out for us today because he knows in two weeks, Two people are going to be connected together that need to meet and it's going to be amazing. So we just don't get that privilege of seeing way into the future. So we have to learn to trust God every day, whether it looks like it's going our way or not. And mm -hmm. I, so I have written inside the front flap of my Bible, Lisa, if it's God, he's going to make it happen. Yes. So I wake up and think I'm going to do today what I can do. I'm going to try and guard my mind and guard my heart from all of the things that can be so discouraging. And I'm going to 
trust that if it's him, he's going to make it happen, but mm-hmm. it's going to be in his time and in his way and not mine. And yeah. because of that, we, I find I can get over the discouragement of daily battles mm-hmm. because they're going to be there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wake up tomorrow on Monday morning for me. Well, it's a holiday. So Tuesday morning <laughs> yeah. and who knows what I'm going to be hit with, yeah. but I'm sure a lot of it is going to be hard to deal with, but I'm going to have to trust God anyways and just keep trying to step forward through it. Mm-hmm. So. It's interesting, isn't it? No matter what age that you are or yeah. how many years of experience you may have had in something, <laughs> there's something about scrolling through that feed and all of a sudden that pang and it's like, there it is again. But it's good that we share that because I think so often as women and men too, but I think women really have captured this really well. Yeah. We can often compare ourselves and what we're feeling and that when we're feeling often is because it challenges our identity yet if we really know and trust that god has created each and every one of us uniquely maybe the same gifts and strengths or experience in a certain area but how we bring that our mannerisms is so very unique and different so are there some Bible verses that are your go-to any time that you do get that kind of twinge that you think this is just BS? Are there any Bible verses that, that you will read just to really remind yourself that you are wonderfully, you know, and, and, and perfectly made in him, of course? Yeah, I, I think for me, my go-to verse that it's been this way probably, I would say this past year for sure, but for a while, is that Ephesians 3.20 that just talks about to him who is able to do immeasurably more than, I, and I make it personal, than mm-hmm. I can ask or imagine. And it's according to his power working in me, yeah. then to him be all the glory. So mm-hmm. I think, okay, I get to do what I can do but I have got to have an infinite trust in the power of God that it's showing up every day and he's doing his part and his part is way bigger than Mm. I am ever going to know. And if I can be firmly trusting in that, I feel like I can, I can manage Mm. because his power is bigger than me. And then I love that passion translation verse. um, That's a newer translation. And I love it because it's got a, it's got a bit of fire to it, I think. And it, and it, it just talks about never doubt, God's mighty power to work in you. Mm. Yeah, that's it. It might, I might be down, but his power can work in me and it can just, it can turn around at any moment. And so um, that really speaks to me and, and still does. Yeah. Right. That's probably one of my favorite go-to verses mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. I think, you know, so often we, even as Christians, we think that um and we mentioned this earlier that we think things should be okay for us because of of the promises that we have yet as we said there's certainly uh, an enemy there who wants to keep us from sharing our message being that hope being that encouragement I love the way that you said God's dreams become a reality one courageous uncomfortable step at a time and I don't know about you but anytime that I'm feeling um, stretched out of my comfort zone I can completely run in the other direction you know or be tempted to do you have any situations where you have taken that that courageous step really stepped out of your comfort zone and you really have felt that God has met you there at that uncomfortable place you know each and every time I'm sure you all have those stories but for you can you remember a time that that he really did and, and came and met you with incredible um, outcomes or just the feeling of peace whatever it was for you did you want to share anything that comes to mind 
Yeah, I remember the first time I was asked to go speak publicly in ministry. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because the person that was inviting me to come speak for this event actually asked my husband and not me because they, that my husband had told them, they, mm -hmm. they'd mentioned, we want your wife to come speak. He said, well, let me know and I'll put it on the calendar and I'll have her come yeah. because he knew that if they asked me, I wouldn't do it. My go-to would say, no, <laughs> uh, let me check my calendar knowing I had nothing to do, but I would just automatically say, no, it was my default and I'm going to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. So my husband said I would be there. So I had to go show up and speak for this event. And I was Oh, Amory, I was terrified. I remember I thought I would not live through speaking at this women's event, but I was committed. I, I couldn't get out of it. I showed up, but it, I, you know, it can almost make me cry now because I can just remember when you allow yourself to speak and the transparency and, and just how God can over, he can override any fears to get you through whatever you're facing but when I spoke from my heart and shared just the, I wouldn't even say a long line of people, three mm -hmm. or four women, maybe that came up afterwards that it touched their life. Mm -hmm. It gave them courage to face something. It, and I knew in that moment that God had just used a portion of my story and my mm -hmm. willingness to show up somewhere, even though I didn't want to, I was uncomfortable. It was all about me. And and just made a significant difference in somebody else's life. Mm -hmm. And I don't know those women or if I'll ever see them again or where they went on or what happened in their life. Yes. But I knew that I had done the right thing. And it was probably then that I realized, wow, that's how he uses us. And yeah. it, it can be for two people or 10 or 22 or 200. The number doesn't matter mm -hmm. when somebody's life is affected. And so, uh, but I would have definitely said no. Yeah. So my husband had to be the one to say yes. So I, I felt like I was obedient and now I can say yes. Yeah. When I get asked, it's I can wonderful. do it on my own yeah. now. It's but. wonderful. You know what I, what I love about that? I mean, it's just a, such a beautiful story and it's such a beautiful reminder. How often, even in business and even in personal life as well, that we often don't say yes till we feel comfortable or that we feel right or that your website or you know I want to lose weight or whatever excuse that we have yet we are reminded constantly in the Bible do not rely on your own strength because if we rely on our own strength that means obviously that we put we don't we're not putting our focus on God first and we're never going to be ready because you know come on now so it's such a great reminder for us to do that because he does meet us there and often it's the insight and the lesson and the growth opportunity that we have through that that we recognize you know what we we're never really going to go like through life comfortably and for some of us who like to take a little bit of risk and challenges that can be quite exciting but often yeah he is i mean you look at the bible stories like moses i think he stuttered and he had to go and speak to pharaoh and and said who you know you do you, you realize who you're asking there so such a great reminder for us what would you say to someone who is feeling called to share her story or his story yet really doesn't feel comfortable in doing that what would be the insight maybe that you would have told yourself going back um, those many years ago when your husband stepped forward and said yes she will speak what would you say was the biggest insight that you'd want to share with someone today I think it's realizing that the direction my life was going and how um, 
how much I would have missed out on had somebody not been pushing me forward. So I, I do believe that God will always connect us with someone who will push us forward. I think mm -hmm. he, he connects people that way because he doesn't want us sitting. So he sends people that are encouragers and that'll help push us forward. But I realized um, that if I just kept stopping everything I wanted to do because I was uncomfortable, I was really going to experience the bare minimum mm -hmm. of what God had for me. And when you read the Bible, there's nothing in it that talks in his word that talks about we're meant for a, a bare minimum life or we're mm -hmm. not supposed to, you know, feel like we're living up to our full potential. I, I, it's quite the opposite. And so, but Nowhere does it say, I'm going to make sure that you feel completely equipped and comfortable and always really good and one thousand percent prepared <laughs> before you do it. I can't find that scripture. <laughs> if you find it and I don't know about it, yeah, you let me know. Exactly. I haven't found it yet. Yeah. So I, I think if you're really scared, start praying for, mm. and you don't feel like somebody is helping you take a step, start praying for an encourager or better yet. Look for somebody you can encourage because as you cheerlead somebody else on, mm -hmm. somebody's going to come up behind you and do the very same for you. And yeah. so I don't think we're supposed to go at it alone. I think we're supposed to be connected with other people mm -hmm. that are pushing us and, and helping us. You know, I, I believe in having a squad yes. of people that we're surrounded with and not going solo yeah. through this world. Yeah, it's so, so true. You know, it's so often uh, where I might sit back and reflect and just waiting on God and it's no, no, I'm actually waiting for you to take that step. So, um, and it's such a great <laughs> reminder. I mean, you know, so, and I heard, uh, I heard one of my mentors many years ago say, you know, often the biggest break breakthrough is around the other side of the breakdown Now, not that we want everyone to have a breakdown but often it is the requiring of us to step out of our comfort zone so much so especially when we're talking about biblical principles God wants us to know you don't have to lean on your own understanding or your own strengths your own ability mine is plenty for you but you have to show trust and faith in me and I will meet you there with with expectations and that far outweighs us and I think you know often we'll look back I'm sure we'll look back and think I'm so God glad God stretched me in that way because I would never and for you you've just shared that in your testimony for you now you would not probably still be saying no to opportunities to speak and share your message or even write your book so share with people Lisa how can they get in contact with you how can they um, get on your list so as soon as your book comes out courageously uncomfortable they can get a copy of that what's the best way yeah, so you can find me on Instagram, and it's lisajgoins.com, and it's the same over on Facebook so yeah. or on the website, lisajgoins.com, so it's easy to find, and I um, am recruiting for a book launch team here coming up in the next month, so Wonderful. if you're interested, certainly fill out the email list there. I would love to connect with you, yes. but I do some um, posts on Instagram that just talk a lot about what the book is about and just my heart in general. So yeah. those are really the best places. Wonderful. And of course, we'll put all of the links on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE236 and certainly connect with Lisa and um, be able to connect with her so that when she gets her book out there, you can support her and you're doing that as well. Lisa, one of the things that I'm doing for all of my guests at the end of each show is just to uh, finish the show with a word of prayer. May I do that for you today? 
be beautiful. Fantastic. All right, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Lisa today and just be encouraged through the steps and the insights that she shared. Lord, yes, sometimes stretching out of our comfort zone really does have have us feel challenged. But as Lisa said, when we do take that step of faith and courage and trust in you, that is when you really meet us. Uh, and, And with expectations and outcomes that really just outweigh what we ever thought would have been possible. Father, we just want to uphold Lisa and her husband and their ministry and of course her upcoming book and on all of the business ventures that she has. We want to uphold that in prayer. Will you continue to bless her and guide her, Father, in the, the words of encouragement and the story that she has created and written in her book, Lord. For those women who really need that support, we pray that you will um, f- somehow get that book out in front of them so that they can too uh, come to realize the gifts, the talents and the uniqueness in them that you've woven into them and help them step out more courageously and share that message. Father, we just want to uphold this all in prayer and thank you. We ask this in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Thank you Thank so you. much for coming on the show. Yes. And um, I, that's the Aussie accent. I should have asked you before, how do you pronounce your surname? So apologies for that. But anyway, we'll put all of the links yeah. there. And uh, <laughs> thank you once Good. again. I mean, just to celebrate uh, that you just don't know when you have an idea and God continues to really just nurture that in you. For some of us, it can be 10 years. For some of us, it can right. be even longer. But when we have uh, and hold on to uh, to his word and his promises, he will be there every step of the way. And I'm sure over the last 10 years, you have always felt supported, loved, uh, and now being able to, to bring that message out into the world. And I just thank you for coming on the show today. Well, thanks for having me. It was really a... Uh... Um, so much fun. You are just as, as wonderful as I thought you would be from oh, listening to you. you all the time. So thank you. Loved it. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no cost and low cost tools and podcast production workflow checklists. To get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.